at our church, we've been thinking about personal revival. What do we mean by that? It's Jesus coming to us by his spirit. It's Jesus himself meeting with us. It means more of Jesus, more of his beauty, his presence, his power, his majesty, and his cross. More of Jesus until we are a people saturated with God. It's Jesus himself coming to us by his Holy Spirit. Now, about half a mile from where I live is the River Thames. Uh, which direction does the Thames flow? It flows downstream. Uh, when it rains, somewhere on my roof, there's a hole and uh, water drips onto my kitchen ceiling. So water flows, water flows down, and water collects at the lowest point. Now in scripture, the Holy Spirit, he is pictured as a river, or perhaps more correctly, we should say, every river is a picture of the Holy Spirit. He's the river of the water of life. You remember Jesus in John 7, he speaks of the coming of the Spirit in terms of rivers of living water. Uh, Psalm 46, there is a river whose streams may glad the city of God. So if water flows down, if water flows to the lowest point, then for the river of the Holy Spirit to flow into you and into me and into our churches, what does that mean? It means we must be low. It means we must occupy the lowest place. It means we must be humble. The lowest place is where the Spirit himself will flow down to. So you'll know these scriptures, Psalm 51. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Uh, the, the glorious opening words on the Sermon of the Mount. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Isaiah 66, thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. What is the house that you will build for me? And what is the place of my rest? All these things my hand has made. And so all these things came to be, declares the Lord. But this is the one to whom I will look. He who is humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word. Why does God look towards the humble? Is it because he's God and they know their place? It's because he's the humble God. He's the servant king. And like attracts like. God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So God's spirit flows to those who are like him. Now, Samuel Rutherford wrote, seek a broken heart for sin. 
for without that, there is no meeting with Christ. If my heart is broken for sin, if I'm humble, if I'm contrite, if I take the lowest place, then Christ, when he comes, is pushing at an open door. Personal revival. So where do we begin? Well, you remember the dying thief. Uh, Luke's account reads, one of the criminals who were hanged uh, railed at Jesus saying, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him saying, do you not fear God? Since you are under the same sentence of condemnation and we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. The dying thief. Wicked enough to be crucified. Getting his due. Now, when he says, chapter 23, verse 41, um, to the other thief, speaking of the sentence of condemnation that they're under, he says, and we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. When he says that, is he speaking just for himself or just for the two criminals? The answer is no. When he says that, he's speaking for us all. Against the plumb line of God's law, I am a notorious criminal. I should be nailed to a cross to die under the anger of God. To drown in the darkness of death and the hell that lies beyond. It's nothing less than what I deserve. But Jesus came from the highest to the lowest. He humbled himself. He came from the highest to the lowest to take my place. To die my death. To be plunged into the hell that I deserve. It was my sins that nailed him to the tree. So how then can I be proud? How then can I lift myself up? How then can I be precious about my reputation? How can I keep myself out of the sinner's place? There were two criminals. The criminal who was proud, who blamed others, who cursed God, he went to hell. But the criminal who was humble, who was low, who offered the sacrifice of a broken and contrite heart, who offered the sinner's sacrifice, he found forgiveness, peace with God, paradise, Jesus. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. 
And he said to him, truly, I say to you today, you'll be with me in paradise. So personal revival. Where do we begin? We begin with a broken heart for sin. We humble ourselves. We come to the foot of that rugged cross. We take the lowest place. We see those wounds. That he was wounded for me. He was bruised for our iniquities. He did all that for me because that is exactly what I deserve. The dying thief isn't only speaking for himself and the other criminal. He's speaking for us all. The cross is nothing less than what each of us deserves. So who am I? I'm the sinner who Jesus came to save. That's my only boast. The sinner for whom Christ died. So, brothers and sisters, a broken heart for sin, a humble heart, a contrite heart, the lowest place. And just as water always flows down to the lowest place, it's in the lowest place, the sinner's place, that the Spirit himself will come. Christ will be pushing at an open door and will meet with Jesus himself. The foot of the cross is the place of true revival.